Have you ever thought to yourself, hmm, am I missing something? Or is there something missing in all of these self-development practices? Well, us too. I'm Chloe, a yoga student and teacher. And I'm Natalie, a spiritual channel and life coach. We're two cousins raised in very different parts of the country with very different life experiences. But we found ourselves in a conversation where we discovered how similar our self-development paths are, despite our different perspectives and approaches. So we welcome you to this space and our conversations all about our personal growth paths, practices, and perspectives. So let's get into it. Well, welcome to the Purusha podcast. Hello, everybody. I'm Chloe. I'm Natalie. And this is, as as the intro said, this is a space where we want to just talk about our different perspectives and paths and practices and the things we've learned along the way and the things we'd like to share and continue to learn about and all within kind of the realm of self-development and self-awareness largely is kind of the, the direction of this podcast and the Purusha project that this podcast has come out of. So welcome again. Also, as we said, Natalie and I are cousins. Yes. We are. We are first cousins. Our parents are siblings. Before I continue forward, you can probably hear some chomping in the background. I just want to let you guys know we both are mothers. I'm a mother to a child. A human child. A human child. And Chloe is a mother to dog children. And so we have some very happy pups in the background chomping away. But So that's what you're going to be hearing in the background. They're very cute. Uh, So anyways, back to us. We are cousins and our parents are siblings. We grew up in very different parts of the world. Not the world, United States, but Chloe has lived in many different parts of the world. We always had to get to know each other because there were so many gaps between times that we actually spent time together. Especially as we got older. I feel like when we were young... It was generally it was once a year. Like we'd come for um, one of the major holidays, something um, like that. Yeah. And then as we got older, it got harder and harder. I think for everyone, you know, right. as life as life happens. Right. So definitely, as we got older, the visits became more spread out. Right. You know, with life experiences, also like Chloe was traveling. She was living in other parts of the region or of the world, I was going to say region, <laughs> uh, different parts of the world. So when we would see part of her side of the family, she was off, you know, getting life experience, worldly experience. So we, Chloe and I didn't get to see each other often. So every time we got, we were around each other, we were always being reacquainted basically. Yeah. And that was, uh, there, there came a turning point that I really appreciated from Natalie, um, one time when we came to visit, that you brought that up and you mentioned like how it sucks that every time we saw each other, it was like we had to get to know each other all over again because we've always had a connection. Absolutely, um, we've always connected probably more than 
some of the other cousins. Yeah, yeah, um, I would say that. Yeah. Regardless, we we had this obvious connection. Yeah. Because it was effortless for us to have fun whenever we saw each other. Yeah. Effortless. And we didn't want to have to get to know each other again every time we saw each other. And that was why I really appreciated that Natalie suggested we become pen pals. And we we tried to we tried. keep that up. Um, yeah. Both of us had busy lives. And so, I became a new mother. Yes. Yeah. We got a few, we got a few packages. In. Yeah, we got a few sent in. Sent here and there. Yeah. But um, the idea was there, that, that there was that connection that we wanted to maintain and nurture. Right. Right. I mean, that was kind of... That, that's been largely the history of our relationship until... Yeah, until Chloe decided to relocate closer to yes. family roots. Yeah. My husband and I were living in our camper van and stopped in Tucson to see to see family and saw Natalie. And we just got to talking and the conversation just flowed so naturally. Naturally. Yeah. Yeah, it was really refreshing to again not have seen each other for years and then all of a sudden I'm meeting her her all over again I mean it had been years like I don't know years. that I've ever met your daughter no you haven't you, the, I think the last time we saw each other was probably my brother or our cousin's wedding it was our cousin's wedding right. our other cousin's wedding and uh, yeah so it's been years my daughter is a toddler now and here I am hearing about her getting married, and then all of a sudden she's getting ready to move here, and I'm I'm and I'm hearing about I'm getting ready to like I'm, my my mother is prepping me for you know when her arrival is going to be. All of a sudden I'm meeting her husband and her again for the first time, kind of it felt like, and well, and you never met my husband. I never met your husband. It just was so funny how we started talking about what we're doing, what we're up to, kind of giving her husband the lowdown of fam, giving him the lowdown of what I do. And what you do and what I do, there were just so many parallels. parallels we were both right? learning such similar things and I mean different uh, different perspectives, different um Practices, different practices, coming at it from different directions. Right, but the core essence of it is actually like yeah. self development. Yeah, at its core. Yeah, right. And it was just interesting how we started talking, maybe not the same language, but the same thing. Yeah. And so we came to understand that, or not come to. We didn't come to understand anything. We actually just came to realize how there are gaps in self-development practices or at least from our perspective and it felt like also if you wanted the the whole approach you had to have deep wallets yeah and that's something that both you and I have yet to establish or <laughs> yet to create you know yes. are these deep wallets yes. so you know we wanted to, uh, we we just started talking about actually Chloe and I went and uh 
she was helping me a little bit in like what she does, what her expertise is. And we were just having uh, coffee or tea one day, tea with our pinkies out. <laughs> and uh, she was just saying to me, you know, hey, I have this idea. Are you interested? The idea is the Purusha project, except it didn't have a name. Well, it was workshops and retreats, which I'd been sitting on for couple years at that point I I had a couple other friends you know that I I talked to about doing retreats maybe not so much workshops but I had a friend or two you know that um, we'd talked about doing retreats together and for one reason or another it just never happened never came together it's hard to find those people that you can really really connect with and are like-minded are like-minded um have the right well you know the right have have the motivation to see see those things through have the right. same vision to see certain things yes, through vision mm-hmm. um you know really getting all those pieces to line up with other people is challenging challenging um and so yeah natalie and i had been i mean we my husband and i had been living here for at least a month or two at that point, and Natalie and I had been spending time together and hanging mm-hmm. out and getting tea and coffee fairly regularly. Yeah. So yeah, that was when I was kind of like, yeah, hmm. she gave me her proposal. So how do you feel about workshops and retreats? And I flipped out and I was like, <laughs> uh, yes, please, because you know, two dear friends of mine and I had been talking about that. We had been going to retreats ourselves and or workshops ourselves for years independently and together, um, which, by the way, you probably will hear from those two in maybe future interviews or something like that uh, because they, they have a similar vision, but that's for another time. We just, you know, it was just interesting how what Chloe just mentioned really is that the time, not to mention the, because I don't want to discredit the two women that also want to be a part of this because, you know, they, they definitely have the passion to want to help people and, you know, retreats or in workshops or in something similar. It's just that Chloe and I, for a lack of a better way of saying it, the stars aligned for us to do this, you know, for us to have the dedication, to have the momentum and the like you drive. We're starting to say too that the time, the time. I mean, like we have like everyone has busy lives and I think right. that's probably a piece too in um, some of those gaps that we've seen in self-development right. practices is how sometimes there's kind of this expectation of certain time investment and so time is a very challenging thing time is the only thing really kind of maybe this is too too big for this conversation right now but time is really the only thing that we have and um, so time is Challenging. I mean, they always say time is money. Well, that and, and then, or you can come at it from a different approach. And Eckhart Tolle would teach and educate that time is an illusion. Well, and that's it, a bigger uh, conversation. That is a bigger conversation. And we won't get there and today. Is time both of those things? I could say yes. Yeah, but like like you said, we'll we'll write that down for a future podcast topic. Yes, and we'll talk about that another time. Today, we're just introducing the project. 
and introducing ourselves to you. So that was our conversation, what led us into creating the Purusha project. And as soon as that happened, it was just like fireworks. It was like magic. It was like, boom, boom, boom. Here we go. Let's do this. Things just flowed. Things really fell into place. Yeah. And it was just effortless. So the essence of Purusha project is basically what we've kind of talked about is... Well, and maybe... Not sure. to interrupt. Go maybe ahead. maybe we start with okay, what is Purusha? There you go. Um, because that is really at the heart of the Purusha project. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's in the name, so right. it, it should be pretty vital to it. Yeah. But um, Purusha is a Sanskrit word, and it really means the soul. It's it is that inner fire, that inner light, pure inner light of awareness. The the very core of each of us, of everything. Yeah, I mean, it's it's all those things. It's so much more. It's something that, um, you know, there's this old ancient yogic text, and, and in it, it talks about how the, the soul, the purusha, um, will never grow old. It'll never get cold. It'll never get wet. And that's something that our, our physical bodies feel, right? We get old. We absolutely can get cold. If you're living in Arizona, you're probably burning up right now. <laughs> um, we can get really wet. Also, if you're in Arizona, you know what it feels like to be really dry. But the soul, the Purusha, will never get old, never get cold, never get wet. Um, it's not something you can cut with a knife. It's not something you can... It's it's just there. It's that it's that pure, absolutely pure essence of each of us, right? And, and what, of everything. And what I would say is, we are spiritual beings having a human experience, and that's through the through the purusha, right? Through the soul, you know, we are here to emerge the pureness of who we are, the authenticity of who we are, and that's what our goal is is to assist you in revealing or unveiling or growing into that pure authentic being that you are yeah and live your right truest self right live your truest life i mean how many of you feel like you're not i mean i think i've definitely been there where i do not feel like i am who I'm, who I know I am. Interesting. Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. And I think that probably a lot of people can relate to that. Right. Yeah. And I mean, I know my entire life, I remember somebody in my life told me once, oh, Natalie, you're just going through one of your phases again. And it was like, oh, wow, I didn't realize I go through phases but we do because we're trying to discover ourselves. We don't know who we really are, especially at a young age. Yeah. And so, and I could even argue, I mean, I have a background in hypnotherapy. So I know people in their 70s and 80s who were still trying to figure out their purpose in life, their, uh, you know, what they're here for, you know, all of that stuff. So, you know, the, the, the reason why we decided to create the Purusha project is to assist you in this journey and to help you create the tapestry where everything that you have 
like because since you are born the moment you are born you start having experiences and some people aren't as maybe observant or perceptive to see that these experiences create the picture to who you really are and where you're going well or it's just never maybe um put forward yeah in that way it's because we have to survive this yeah exactly we have We're to survive this society given those safe spaces to process right the things that have informed who we are that have contributed to who we are and that are maybe um suppressing who we are yeah yeah that's a big word you know a big description of what we experience is that suppression and I know, I mean, from my personal experience, we definitely have to, we have to surround ourselves with like-minded individuals and those groups will always transform also because as we develop into our our authenticity, we don't always resonate with certain groups anymore because we're all moving in different directions and that can be challenging. And when that time comes, it's kind of, it could, it could throw us off and make us feel like, what's wrong with me? And then it leads us into possibly all the programming that we've had as a child or whether it was through our parents or the village that helped us, uh, helped, helped raise us. You know, we, we have to have a community that I go to loving us unconditionally you know, and accepts us for who we are wholeheartedly and just letting us be who we are without the judgment and having that support and just saying like, look, I see you, I see you going through this. And I also see the the efforts that you're making. You know, I see that you are doing the work or you're starting to do this. And, or if you haven't even recognized that you have done this, like that's what we're kind of here to say is like, look, wait a minute light bulb have you did you recognize this part so that at least a big piece for me in this is that maybe one of the gaps that the self-development world has is that there is no one solution for everyone and one of the goals for me for the Purusha project for this space is to um, empower people to really explore the different practices Right. And see what works for them, what doesn't work for them, what resonates, what doesn't resonate. Yeah, just the how to take these different practices and really make them your own right. and really make them work for you. And along the, and along with what my goal is to help you also with is to develop your intuition so you can navigate that wisdom that you're gaining that Chloe just mentioned. So, with that said, Let's introduce who we are. So, Chloe, can you give us a little background or history to who you are? Well, so um, I am a yoga student and a yoga teacher. That is That designation is really important to me. The wording is very important to me because I feel like there are a lot of connotations around teacher, and it, it starts to establish kind of a hierarchy Um, And we are all students of life. We are all students of this experience. I know that 
there's always something I can be learning. There's always something that I can be challenging myself in that I can be, yeah, just learning. That's why it's just, I just wanted to put that out there that I am a student as much as anyone else. There might be some things I know a little bit more about than others, but I guarantee there's stuff that anyone listening knows more about than I do. So we are all in in our own ways, students and teachers. But yoga has really been an incredible tool for me in this process. I mean, really yoga, and we'll, we'll definitely go into all this more, but yoga is all about that mind-body-soul connection. It's all about that awareness, that um, individual, on, on an individual level and on a collective level. Yoga is individual liberation and collective liberation. We are not separate from the whole. We cannot live in isolation. And I think we'll probably go into that more too. So I'm coming at this from that background, with that perspective, with that practice, um, and the practices that come with that. So yeah, I'm, I'm coming at a lot of this with that background of yoga. Um, but I also take that into my kind of second career, which is branding and marketing. Um, and I, I love working one-on-one specifically with entrepreneurs and um, small, small business owners to really get into the heart of their business. Um, and I approach that with a lot of those perspectives that I've learned through yoga. Um, also with, you know, the marketing training that I've had, but it is so fun and so fulfilling to empower other people to really get into the heart of their business and to make it shine and to make it like, like you've been the word you've been using to make it authentic to them and to shine in their authenticity because I mean, there are rules to marketing in, in some respects, but I found it really cool to empower people in who they are and make the marketing work for them. Just like we've talked about making, you know, these self-development practices work for you. Well, yeah, I mean, like not to step in, but think about Target. They were all like so corporate and all of a sudden they started marketing towards authenticity with their models showing and revealing who they really are, all, all shapes and sizes. Me personally, it makes me feel a little bit more comfortable shopping there versus yeah. having to fit into this like mold, right? So yeah. I appreciate that approach because it makes it more inviting to go into a store, a coffee shop, or, you know, because then you see that not, not everybody's a Starbucks. Not everybody is a, there's, there's not everybody is a Walgreens or a CVS or whatever, you know, there's difference. Stop trying to be what, um, what we think people expect us to be and start really being true to ourselves. Um, we will reach the people we need to reach because if you are passionate about something, if you are inspired by something, if you are, um, coming at something from a unique perspective, I guarantee there are going to be other people who are drawn to that as well. 
There are going to be other people who want to know more about that. There are going to be other people who are passionate about that, who are inspired by that. Um, so you you really have to, you don't have to, but it's like, I mean, I think I already used the word, but it's, it's beautiful. It's really beautiful to come at something from that place of authenticity and um, see what happens. Yeah, because see that diversity and how we all create yeah. a beautiful... People want to know what you have, and no one has what you have yes. like you do. Yeah. No one can do you as well as you can, um, and people will be drawn to that. And that's one thing that Chloe has taught me, you know, because it's just anything and everything that is out there in one field or another, there's saturation. And so some people struggle to figure out how do they fit in, right? And that's a huge reminder for people to realize, like, you have a unique approach to this. No one can yeah. do what you can do. And Don't that's try thing, to fit in. Right. And that's one thing that I know a very dear friend of mine tells me all the time, you know, when I get insecure in certain areas of my life, it's like, Natalie, chill the F out, all right? Like, no one's like you. Like, chill out, <laughs> you know? So just like Chloe said, she is much of a student as she is a teacher. I am as well. I am learning and evolving every day. Mm -hmm. And so we're not here coming to you as teachers, instructors. We're coming to you as equals and to recognize that we're, it doesn't matter what age we're at, we are going to be going through this together. Whether you chime in with us or whether you follow us to do our workshops or end up at a retreat one day, you know, we're coming to you as equals. And before, just so I don't forget, and I can't remember who said it, but um, somebody said, why fit in when you were born to stand out? Yeah, who is that? I don't know. Remember. <laughs> I love part that one. Yes. wants to say Dr. Seuss, but... And a part of me wants to say, like, Rumi or, like, I don't know. Right? Part yeah. of me thinks it might be, like, from Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? If you guys know, please let us know. Yeah, email us, right? Yes. At Project at gmail.com. Yes. Or Instagram. Um, but it's, it's true. Why fit in when you were born to stand out? Um, because, yes, I'm just going to leave it at that. So, yeah, Natalie, tell us a little bit more about you. Who are you? Who are you? Isn't that from, like, Alice in Wonderland? Who and who are you? Is <laughs> <laughs> that, that the rabbit, the hare? Is that the rabbit or the caterpillar? Smoking oh, yeah, yeah, dude. Oh, hookah. Um, yeah, so, yeah, so who am I? Well, my name is Natalie. And I'm a mother. I'm also a wife. My background is in psychology. I got a degree at the U of A and started using it while working with visually impaired students and then into behavioral health. Then I moved to, it actually kind of just fell in my lap in a sense where I started practicing hypnotherapy and we can get into that history another time. But just to give you a quick, you know, understanding of my background. So I did practice hypnotherapy for three years. With that, there was an element of life coaching in that. And I actually for years struggled 
And you know, Chloe, I actually think you mentioned it. I can't remember where you mentioned it. Do you remember? I remember having a conversation with you and or somewhere, and you said, I don't like, maybe it was on your Instagram, I don't know. And you said, I don't like that when that that question when people ask what you do. Mm-hmm. Because I don't fit into that mold of what do you do? Because it's like, well, I go, well, I have this, and I have this, and I have this background. <laughs> so I don't really like that question because it makes me very nervous. And it doesn't, I don't, I don't fit into that mold of what do you do? So I'm not an accountant. I'm not a CEO. <laughs> I'm not any of that. I. You're a human. I'm a human and a navigator. How about that? I'm a navigator, right? That's a good word. That's a good word. I'm a navigator um, or your personal compass. <laughs> it's just, it's, it's so hard to kind of say what I do. I have a toolbox of practices that I possess. And within that toolbox, I guide or help people or empower people, that's probably a better way, I empower people to use their own toolbox with the tools I have, right? So sometimes I will guide them through Reiki, because I'm a Reiki master, and again, I don't like titles, so let's just say I have a Reiki background. So I guide people using Reiki tools or hypnotherapy tools or behavioral health or life coaching skills. You know, it's that's that's what I do. It's a compilation of everything that I have and also like naturopath or healing modalities. One thing that's like a big elephant in the room usually, at least it feels that way, is the fact that I was diagnosed with MS and that was a big chunk of my life discovering where it possibly all began and how to navigate through that. So I also assist people in kind of paying attention to their bodies and how it paying attention to their bodies and how it responds to certain things or you know energies or whatnot using the Reiki tools that I possess. You know, so some people have called me an intuitive that guides them. People call have called me a spiritual advisor. I don't like using titles necessarily because I don't fit into all of them. I am just one of a, a person that I really admire, a spiritual teacher I could I, I could say is Matt Kahn. He always says stuff like I am um, by the by the by the will of God, I am what I am in this moment. And that, he didn't say that verbatim, but that's kind of that's kind of how I resonate. It's like, you know, God chose me for this particular uh, thing to help with this person in this moment. So this is through the will of God. This is what I'm doing for this person. I'm helping them in this area. So it is, you know, mostly spiritually based how I help people. But with that comes this bigger idea or this bigger practice. So it's kind of hard to put me in a box. Um, so Which, I mean, also, how many people listening can relate to that? Right. And right. how many people listening have felt like 
the world is trying to put them in a box. Yeah, um, absolutely. Because that is a very real thing. The world has its illusions yes. of boundary yes. and of um, rules. And who established those boundaries and rules? It was other people. Right. Who established um, all these damn labels? Right. That's one thing you and I have talked about all the time. Yep. Yeah. It's just other people. Right. So if other people can establish those, you best believe you can break those. Right. And so currently, part of my toolbox is also astrology. I am uh, new into the astrology world, but I can say that I practice astrology also. So that's part of my toolbox. So it really, you know, I would I would really say that my path of healing, accepting, understanding multiple sclerosis has really helped me to understand that I can't fit into that box because A, my body cannot handle full-time jobs. Um, the stress of it, can't, my body just can't handle. And... I can handle very chill environments and that's pretty much like I mean Chloe you're witnessing it every now and then like you see how sensitive I can be so it's like yeah Natalie I definitely say I've had to navigate my own path to figure out how to how to survive this human experience and so I assist others in discovering that empowerment as well and I'm sure a lot of that, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but I'm sure a lot of that has come from um, your journey of understanding MS. I mean, you've done, I know that early on, those are some of the some of the places that you and I kind of connected on, Yeah. you know, years ago, yep. um, were those very holistic approaches. Um, right. And you're coming at it from the space of understanding MS, and, right. um, which I don't know if you know, but the other side of my family is... Yeah, you did tell me that. Have I told you that? Go ahead for our listeners. Stanford University did a whole study on the other side of my family because there are so many cases of MS in my family. And it's not genetic. There are no genetic links. There's no genetic, at least as far as they've been able to find. Right. There's no genetic um, connection. But because there were so many people in my family with MS, they did this study on my family. And and it isn't just blood relatives. There are people who've married into my family who have MS. Hmm. But I mean, if you, if you don't know, MS is a very interesting thing. There are some people in my family who've been completely, um, it, it's, it's completely affected them mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, Others, it's completely affected them physically, mm-hmm. um, and on very wide-ranging levels. Yeah, it's a very unpredictable yep. thing. Absolutely, yeah. I, I mean, shit. Yes, we do cuss in this. <laughs> For those of you who are not cursors or not fond of that, we do cuss in this. So I hope you respect that <laughs> and understand. They're just words. They're just words. <laughs> Uh, yeah, MS was a hell of a ride for me. I could say that I probably had, uh, when they discovered it in me, I probably had every symptom MS reveals or shows or shows up as. 
except for blindness. So anyways, so yeah, I probably had everything, you know, coming from being in a walker to like not being able to see straight, like basically losing coordination, all of this stuff, having to relearn all of that. Uh, God, I mean, having to learn how to speak again, having, having to learn to swallow, and maybe even learning is not the right word, but just remembering all of that stuff, like, okay, you know, having to go through all of that. So it was definitely an interesting smack in the face in a sense of like, wake up to the fact that you are different than everybody and you cannot follow the groups that at my age when they were discovering it to binge drink and party till three in the morning and do this like because I was young when this was uh I was young when this was found but I remember the doctor saying like what in the hell like this cannot be the first time that you have been hospitalized and I was like absolutely it was and you know so it was it was just a wild ride and so through all of this stuff I mean MS is not even the main health issue I've had except for it was just the biggest one you know growing up since childhood my family can tell you stories about breaking bones here and there and all these things so I've always had to navigate life differently even though I was trying to fit in and that that rude awakening was like hard to get over but it's what catapulted me to like discover holistic healing and how everybody should be on this path because you know like and I say should like shaming you guys and I'm not it's just that you know it's just so interesting how we grow up thinking one way and then realizing like hey you know that's not how it's it's not it's just like we're saying nobody fits in that same box Mm -hmm. you know so well and who's telling you the things that you know as as you're growing up and being told what to believe it's just somebody telling you something that they were told right so i mean there's kind of that like that ripple effect of like information being passed down but do we really know where it's coming from? Do we really know like why or even? Yeah, that's the big thing. Why is all of this happening? That's And that's what we want to encourage you to feel supported in is becoming the observer, asking the whys so that your true self can come out to play. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And so you know, I mean, that's, like like I mentioned earlier, like it's it's self awareness, right? Um, and when you have that self awareness, you know how things affect you. You know what what isn't supportive for you. You know it is supportive for you. And then, like Natalie, you can know like um, I I need to be in a calm space. I need to be in a quiet space. I need to you know whatever it might be. Like maybe you need to you know move somewhere warm and have plenty of sun um but as you develop that self-awareness you right you develop that understanding of okay this is what i need and not only do we want to create that space but we want to create a space where you feel safe to actually 
step forward in that self-awareness because, yeah. you know, Natalie and I, we've definitely talked about this, how like, you know, kids are told like they trip and fall, like, oh, rub some dirt on it, you know, and to an extent there's, there's, there's some you truth know, to that. there's some truth yeah. to that. Like we don't need to be overly dramatic. Right. It's one thing to be overly dramatic. It's another thing to understand how things affect us. Yeah. And to um, have the courage and the bravery to um, step out in in that awareness. Right. And again, to talk about, you know, or to speak to the fact that you could be joining us at any stage. You could be joining us at any age. You know, if you're a beginner into this, if you're just starting to take down the layers of conditioning that you've had or if you're already in the process or even if you're you know maybe at a later stage in your life and you've done a lot of this but maybe something's not clicking again because of maybe COVID stuff like where you've done a lot of work and then all of a sudden COVID hit and it sent you in a different direction back to square one yeah we're kind of here just to meet you where you're at and to create this space of support so that you know that what you're doing is right for you personally individually and let's have fun with it let's be (laughs) our authentic selves in a like-minded community yes yeah i'm excited i'm excited so um what can people expect moving forward from from us from the podcast from the project well I think I mentioned it earlier where I mentioned that, and so has, so has Chloe, that our main goal is to have workshops, monthly workshops that lead up to a retreat at the end of the year. And we're excited for the retreat. Yeah, super excited. And you can meet us every month. You can uh, come, you know, at a specific topic, you know. To, you know, you don't have to go to every single workshop for to, uh, to um, attend the retreat. You know, you can pick and choose, a la carte type of thing, like whatever you'd like to do. And everything, our goal too is that everything will be archived. So, um, you know, if you decide to come to a workshop in a couple months and then you decide, oh, you know, I actually really want to check out that workshop that they did you know, back in June, we'll have all of those workshops archived so that um, they'll be there to come back to at any time. And the biggest piece to this too is that we are speaking to kind of like not having deep wallets. We really want to be accessible. So our our big thing is that we are making everything a sliding scale. Yeah. And we've committed also to never raising our prices so what you see now is what you will get from us for as long as this is a project this yeah right because yeah we want it to be accessible um so everything is a sliding scale everything we're doing is a sliding scale um and with stuff like the retreat some of those you know it's it's a little bit higher dollar thing even though it's on a sliding scale um, and with stuff like that, we really want to offer flexible payment plans and flexible options and 
Um, because really the important thing to us is that you come. Yeah. Participate. Yeah. And that if you need it, you can get it. Right. Yeah. So the workshops, the retreat, and then this podcast. Yeah. And this podcast will really kind of explore just all these other little things. Yeah. Our minds. Yes. Mine and Chloe's minds. Because mm. we tend to go down rabbit holes. We do. Yeah. We can talk. Yeah, we can. We can have conversations. But we'll, we'll be covering lots of different things. Everything from I mean, like going more into holistic health, um, you know, more into yoga, yoga, more into what I actually do. Yeah, we'll be covering a lot. We'll be having guests on here. Yeah, we already have at least a couple lined up that yeah. we're excited about. We're really excited about that. Um, so it'll really just be an exploration. Yes, really. Yeah, and if there's anything that comes up in an episode or in a workshop or um, in your daily life that you want to know more about or you want to hear us, you know, yes, talk it, talk about, yeah. Um, then definitely let us know. Absolutely. Um, we'll have a, well, you can all join our conversation on Facebook. We've got a Facebook group as well as a Facebook page. And I know that that can be maybe a little bit confusing, but the group is where we'd like to just interact, interact with you guys. I mean, like we said earlier, we're both students. So we genuinely both students of life, not to confuse us, confuse us with students of a college. Right. Yes. Um, But we genuinely, genuinely want to know if you have questions. We want to know like what your thoughts are on some of this stuff. Do you agree with us? Do you disagree with us? Do you um, have, you know, your own experiences that you want to contribute to the conversation? Um, And then you can always email us too. I mean, the Facebook group will be kind of that, that page for everyone to interact. But if you want to email us, you can certainly do that. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so thank you for listening today. Thank you for checking us out. Yeah. And if you want to know more, stay tuned. Lots more to come. Yeah, lots more to come. We'll talk another time, guys. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Purusha Podcast, a Purusha Project production. If you like what you've heard and want to know more, check us out on Instagram at the Purusha Project. Purusha, spelled P-U-R-U-S-A, at The Purusha Project, or on Facebook, at The Purusha Project. You can find our website at the link in bio, on Instagram or Facebook, or at the link in the episode notes. And if you want to stay up to date on happenings or get more content straight into your inbox, sign up for our email newsletter on our website or at the link in the episode notes. And you can join our conversation by sending us your questions or let us know your thoughts on the episode by emailing us at project at gmail.com or head over to the Purusha Project Facebook group. The Purusha Podcast is created by Natalie Palomares and Chloe Dascoli with music by Pablo Station. If you like his sound, you can check him out at his Instagram underscore Pablo.station or by clicking the link in the episode notes. Thanks again for listening in. Until next time.